There we go. It's definitely recording. <laughs> okay. Definitely recording. Oh god, I hope so. I mean, if it's not, I'm just gonna kill myself. Yeah. You know, if you if you think you're recording your podcast twice, and then you realize afterward that you ran out of memory card memory during the sound check. Uh, if you do that twice in a row on one week after you've been podcasting for more than three years, yeah. that means it's just time to kill yourself. Yeah. Like, sorry. <laughs> yep, sorry, you tried and you failed miserably. You know? mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Welcome to Comedians Ruin the Bachelorette podcast, the show where I convince male comedians to watch The Bachelor with me. And I pick three of them I'm going to fuck. Two of them, his dads, I want to fuck. And then the last one gets to get on one knee. I'll tell you what they're going to do on that knee on the next episode. Today, we have comedian Johnny Beeks. What's up, Johnny Beeks? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I, uh, uh, I'm Johnny. Uh, I was born in the Philippines. I'm a Sagittarius. And uh, what else? What, what, what? What's something that's awesome about me? One time I rode a jet ski and ran over a manatee. It's okay because you're Filipino. Yeah, it's, it's okay. okay. It's like, yeah. yeah you know? Native Americans get to shoot bald eagles. You get to do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, to any aquatic <laughs> animal I want. <laughs> you could fuck any fish yeah. in the sea. Yeah. Which is good because according to David Spade, this season on Bachelor in Paradise, uh, there's going to be a lot of tuna down there. There's like like seeing a fish or like metaphorical. Uh, it's a, I think it's like a, it's like an eighties word for pussy. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, a bunch of people on the Bachelor Reddit did not know. Like, like a lot of young people just don't know how things were in the eighties. Like yeah. they don't understand. Yeah. And uh, they were like, when they found out what tuna meant. Well, first they spent like long time like, what does tuna mean? What does that mean? It sounds gross. And then, um, well, it obviously means a vagina. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's odd to, but it's, it's terrible. It's reducing women to vagina and acting like vaginas smell like tuna, which who doesn't love tuna? I mean, you know, like fresh tuna is great, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but like I, one time I, I, uh, I was in Germany and I was like, oh, I'm just going to go to the sushi place, I guess. And uh, I got, like, a tuna roll, and it was fucking awful because it was, like, the same, like, canned tuna that you would put in, like, a, a tuna sandwich. They just rolled some fucking canned tuna and some rice? Yeah. And I was like, this is fucking disgusting. <laughs> ah, I've heard of white people, but that is white albacore. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. I was just like, uh, I should have just gotten the schnitzels. <laughs> You should just not eat because you got to look really, really low body fat for paradise. So we're just going to stop eating, start working out, definitely do steroids. I think the trick to paradise is um, you got to do as many steroids as possible without you getting mean. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's how you become the dream (laughs) guy. Well, 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 that's why all the alcohol helps offset it, I think. Well, that could make it a lot worse sometimes. That could make it a lot worse. Probably. No, yeah, yeah. (laughs) They used to just let people drink and drink as much as they wanted, and uh, people would, like, fight, pass out. Did Wells ever have to cut somebody off? uh, Wells isn't a real bartender. Yeah. Wells is a 
Well, he's Social the watcher. Constructs. Yeah, he's yeah, the he's, watcher. He's the watcher. Uh, he merely observes. <laughs> he cannot intervene. <laughs> he's like Giles and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He just works at the library. He's best friends with high school girls, but he can't he can't physically intervene in their yeah. fights with wasn't Giles like a half demon or something? Oh, that might have been later. Oh, okay. You know, we all are. Like, we're all half demon. <laughs> we're definitely lesbians. Mm. Definitely lesbians. Mm. Uh. So, anyway, Bachelor at Paradise, the purpose of this show is to take all of the rejects from seasons of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, where one man or woman dates 30 people, to just like in comedy, and... They, like, go to this island. It's not really an island. It's, it's a beach, but they're not allowed to leave. Yeah. So, Filipino prison. Yeah. <laughs> they're stuck. Yeah. Well, um, Philippines actually do have lots of islands, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're a country of islands. Of violence? Islands. Islands. I thought Islands. you said violence. Islands. <laughs> Islands. Yeah, that, that is accurate. That's accurate. <laughs> so uh they're stuck on this beach there's an uneven number of women and men every single time it's exactly like walking into a bar so sometimes the men have the roses and sometimes the women have the roses you got a couple up to stay you do kind of really want to fall in love but you're also playing a game and that's the premise what do you know about the show? What was your impression? Uh, uh, I, I find it uh, hilariously manipulative uh, to people's emotions. And I hate that I got invested into these people. I really hate that. <laughs> yep. Joe's the only good person on that show. <laughs> All right. So one of the first guys we meet, he's a return victim of the island. His name is Grocery Store Joe because his single biggest character trait is that he owned a grocery store. Yeah. And so he goes to the island. He doesn't belong there. He's like 80s handsome. He's like yeah. rugged. Like he's, he's a very attractive man. Yeah. But he's so awkward. He likes to mope. He doesn't know what to wear. He like His gym shorts make him look like a catalog dad. Um, he's really depressed. He spends like the first whole episode just moping sadly, walking back and forth on the beach. Yeah, ex- existential crisis. I thought it was great. <laughs> yeah, that's what 35 year olds do at the beach, you know, like 20 year olds like suntan, 25 year olds cry, and 35 year olds have an existential crisis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> back and forth. Yeah, I'm just like, eh. <laughs> is this the right thing I'm, shoot- I'm doing? Uh, maybe. <laughs> okay, so it's your first day on the island. Okay. You're walking down the beach. Well, you're walking down those stairs. Those stairs where like, you see the feet first and you have to guess um, yeah. what their gender or sexual orientation is just based off their ankles. Uh, so, you're, you're, yeah, you're doing that walk. Yeah. What are you wearing? Start from the bottom up. Uh, shoes, it would just be like a pair of Vans, you know, slip-on Vans, because I don't like wearing sandals. I have a thing about exposing my feet. It makes me feel vulnerable and awkward. <laughs> uh, okay, vulnerable and awkward, that's yeah, a good start. That's yeah, a good yeah. start. Well, at least when my, 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 my feet are exposed. Uh, and then, uh, just like, 
you know what? Let's go with jorts. <laughs> jorts. I'm wearing jorts. I'm, I'm wearing jorts. And then just like a, you know, just a, I guess like a basic just like button up short sleeve shirt. Yeah. Or like flowers? Uh, no, it would be a solid color. Like, a solid color. Yeah, like yeah. white. Because uh, I'm brown skin and I absorb a lot of heat. The oh, you're gonna be like Tasha. I mean, not Tasha. Uh, Tajwan. Yeah. You're gonna be sweating on the beach. Yeah, I'm gonna be sweating like a little, like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna be so sweaty on the beach, and then like I'm gonna get weird skin infections, um, fleshy bacteria. Like that's me on the fucking beach. That's the first. That's the first thing you see when I walk down is that I already have mosquito bites. <laughs> not wearing shoes. Like I don't know where my shoes went. Like. I woke up an hour ago, and um, oh, and then I'm gonna dress how Tia dressed. So Tia was a new introduction to this season. She was um, she was popular in other seasons of the show, I guess. Uh, she's like 29, which is like 400 in Bachelor years, and she's just wearing like uh, jean shorts and a tank top. Yeah. And some of the other girls are like, who's she? Like, she looks like shit right now. And it's like, but that's what you actually wear to the beach. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like she, it was like, oh, you know, she actually looks fine and, and normal. <laughs> you know? Yeah, she doesn't look like she's, you know, dressing up for, like, this is the prom. This yeah. is the beach prom every yeah, day. Yeah, So she shows up and she steals Kenny, who is the 40-year-old boy band manager. Mm-hmm. And that's he loves showing up. off his cock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he always wears he wears these shorts that look like a black box that kind of hover weird. I think I don't know how it's done. Maybe I think they're on a spring, and so they can like move around like that and not look natural and have no um, depth maybe. to them. Maybe yeah. yeah. Maybe his cock is really flat. Yeah, it's two dimensional. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, like it's apparently a really good one because he starts off with Mari, who's too young for him. And then goes to Demi. He goes from Mari to Demi. Yeah. So Demi shows up and she's blonde, she's cute, she's a mild sociopath. She's like a functional yeah, yeah, psycho. Uh, yeah, yeah, a functional psychotic. <laughs> so she yeah. shows up and she's like, I'm gonna fuck shit up. I'm gonna yeah. fuck up this beach. Yeah. What's good, Joe Dirt? Because it's hosted by David Spade. Yeah. Oh, so, <laughs> so. <laughs> but uh, so she steals Kenny. Too many fucking names. Yeah. Demi steals Kenny from Mari. Mari is pissed. Yeah. Um, and she makes it work worse for herself. Which this is the point in the show where people start doing that. Yeah, yeah. They okay. start. It's it's the triad where people act the opposite way of how you should act to win someone over. Like, yeah. um, Mari, it's Kenny's birthday, and Demi surprises him with uh, chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. And then Mari takes the cake, and she throws it into the bonfire. And it's a waste of cake. Like, <laughs> like I, I, as somebody who likes to eat... Uh, I would just be so pissed at that person. <laughs> and if I was looking for, like, if I was still trying to match with somebody and I had the rose that week, I'd be like, well, you're not being, getting picked by Kenny or me. <laughs> so, yeah. It's just like, don't ruin food like that. 
Yeah, like that's we're looking for people with wife qualities, okay? Yeah. Have you ever seen a wife throw away a cake? Yeah. Like like <laughs> like, like that that was probably the only thing that they could have eaten because that was probably their cheat day, you know? <laughs> Real talk though, like I think what Mari did, the true irony of it for me, is that well not only is this an ineffective strategy to prove to your much older partner that you're ready for a relationship and that you're the preferable mate choice. But also, Kenny wasn't going to eat that cake anyway. Like, it was a sweet gesture. It was a sweet, kind gesture from his new friend, Demi. He wasn't really going to eat it because he has 0% body fat. And he's 40, so he can't fuck around. Yeah, but other people wanted it. Yeah, other you people know, wanted it. I, I'm, yeah. pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Joe wanted a piece. You know, he wanted a piece by what? Like, he's just like, yeah, I want cake. <laughs> Why not? Why not? You know, I'll eat a cake. Yeah. That's what he sounds like. Yeah. 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 You know, I don't know what I'm doing here on this beach. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm just gonna... Until, like, one girl's nice to him. All it takes is, like, one girl being nice to him. And he's suddenly like, all right, I guess I'll stay on the beach. I guess it's not so bad. That's literally just any normal, any normal guys. Like if a girl's just like nice to a guy, and it's just like, oh, okay, what's what's going on here? Why are you being nice to me? Oh yeah. Yeah. What is a friendship? Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, what is this gonna lead to? <laughs> All right. So Demi obviously steals. Kenny for Mari. Like, at that point, Demi, like, I mean, Demi's not the best human being in the world, but she's really funny. She's really charming. She can be, like, a nice person. Um, and she's not, you know, her behavior ranges from a scale of, I'm going to fuck all these guys on these this beach and, like, make out with their girlfriends to, like... Mm, I'm really disappointed. I'm going to whine about it for like five minutes. And then she's normally over stuff. So that like, even though like that's not necessarily a mature pattern, comparing that to Mari, who goes from, I'm going to have an ambivalent makeout session with you on the beach to I'm going to throw your birthday cake in the bonfire in yeah. front of everybody. Yeah. Uh, Demi is like the fucking yeah, yeah. adult in the room. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, I, I think... I, I think everybody, need, like, hope, like, most people kind of realize that fine line of, uh, uh, of being able to, you know, properly express your emotions, you know, in certain situations, you know, just like, 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 yes, you're upset, but is, but, but be able to be like, oh, this is probably a bad idea, I should probably sit down, think about this. Other than, yeah. you know, just going with, like, the first angry thing that you can think of and fucking acting on it. Before you, know? you even, like, bring it up. Because she, she, what she does, she tries to have the, the actual conversation about her real feelings with him after she's already thrown a cake into the bonfire. Yeah, yeah. It, it's <laughs> like, you know, you could have had that conversation first. Maybe calm down a little bit. Maybe kept Kenny, you know? 
I feel like that move only but, works on like 26 year olds with mommy issues. Yeah. Like a 40 year old man is not going to put up with that for five seconds. Yeah. I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, no. <laughs> I can't build a house on these temper tantrums. Yeah. Yeah. So Demi, however, she gets what's coming to her, I suppose, because the next person who shows up is, uh, Tia. Tia, who's like looking like a regular person, regular girl. She has the southern accent, which, dude, that's all the guys want to talk about the second she walks in. They're all just like, southern yeah. oh, accent. Oh, oh, she sounds shit. like she's about to bake me a pie. Yeah. Like, 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 like she'll say something smart and be like, oh, you know, she might be tired, but she's hot with that accent. Yeah. <laughs> Does that happen to you, Genevieve? That people think I'm stupid? Yeah. Yeah, like... Um, yeah. Like, Sometimes people think I'm stupid. But they're just like, yeah, she might be stupid, but she's hot with that accent, man. Yeah. Well, I, I, like, I like to hear her say, oh, yeah, that accent. <laughs> I just start quoting Forrest Gump at them. I'm like, Sometimes I wish I was a bird so I could fly, fly, fly away. <laughs> Jenny. Uh, what else does Jenny say? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jenny's, Jenny's just like... uh. Oh, she's like naked and playing guitar, and then Forrest tries to rescue her, and she's like, Stop the Forrest, I was singing a song! Like her titties are popping, and she's like, I'm singing a song, Forrest! Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, that, 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 it, that works. That works. Yeah. But yeah, it is weird when people think I'm stupid. Yeah. Um, like, it's weird when people assume something intellectually based on uh like the region of the world you live in or like some factor yeah. you cannot control oh or, 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 or like or like uh like, like if you meet a british person they're just like oh you got a british accent huh <laughs> now i'm like oh you're a total winker huh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know it's like oh you must be smart you must have you, you must have what, 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 you must go to oxford <laughs> Because I guess all British people go to Oxford. But really, so. like, they they have, like, this Liverpool accent. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, yeah, I went to Oxford. They're like, what the fuck? Yeah. All right. Well, oh. well like, 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 I guess the ghetto term for it is, uh, uh, like, a, being called a slag. That, 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 that's... I'm not a slag, okay? Yeah, yeah. I ain't no slag. Just because I had a baby at 14 doesn't make me a slag. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the derogatory. Term. I get well welfare because I can't find my keys, so I can't drive to work. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. a slag. Yeah, she's such a fucking slag. All right, so so when Tia shows up and goes on that date with Kenny, it um Demi can't compete with that. Yeah, because Tia's just a, a, an adult. Like the first conversation Tia and Kenny have. They're like talking about, um, he's talking about how he's toured through the South. And then they mentioned some venues that they've both yeah, been to that yeah. he's like performed at. So they're like familiar. Like that's, you re- you rarely see that on this show because no one actually has that connection. That is, that's what, that, that's what actually connects people is like, oh, yeah. you do this thing? Oh, have you been here? Yeah. Have you checked out this? Like, oh yeah, I've been there. And it's like, you know, that's pretty fundamental existing in the same universe that's why none of these couples yeah, work out because yeah, it's yeah, like kinda, i live in chicago you live in la yeah yeah <laughs> kind of like how that whole abigail noah thing started out you know they they're, like they're both like like, like noah's a traveling nurse and abigail is like 
uh, a teacher for deaf kids or something. I don't know what Abigail does. Oh. I think you were being racist against deaf people. What? All, all deaf people are teachers for no. deaf kids. No. <laughs> what? what? You're the one who told me this. Oh, no, no, no. Noah worked with deaf kids. Oh. Noah's a... Because in his nursing, like, he's worked with yeah. deaf kids. So that's part of why. A lot of people found that creepy, but, like, I don't... What? I find that sweet. People just hate Noah. Everyone hates Noah. I don't know why. I, I, I think I know why. I think I kind of spotted it out. Like, uh... I think maybe Noah is a little too laid back and not assertive enough. It comes off as kind of smug. Yeah, it comes off as, you know, because like when, when, when I guess the, well, like they, they had that one episode where they, they were both talking and Noah the whole time uh, was just kind of laid, like laid in the back of the, like was laying on the bed the whole time with his arm behind his head, just kind of trying to talk it out. And it, and it didn't seem like... He seems too cool. Yeah, yeah. He like, seems... And that's part of what makes him attractive, too, is, like, he just comes off like a cool guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was class clown when he was a kid, and then he, like, studied hard in nursing school, and he's hot enough that, like, he could travel around and probably get a girlfriend at every hotel he lives in. Yeah, yeah, so... Uh, and, and I think that's why white people don't like him. He's just, you know... <clears throat> too laid back and uh like and probably because of it is you know maybe not in touch with what he wants maybe i don't know beats me but i i can totally see well well, i guess as he said smug you know it comes off as like way too smug yeah he definitely he's like, like he doesn't care you know yeah he's an embodiment of like a certain kind of cool guy that i think is probably more prevalent in the south uh which I, i'm not sure where he's from but he reminds me of some guys like, like matthew mcconaughey kind of cool yeah kind of and just like you know like really hot uh really confident like you want to hate him but then like he does something really nice for you yeah 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 like he, cause, cause Noah is a nice person. Like he's not a bad guy. Um, when he first showed up on the franchise, he had a mustache, and I think that <laughs> rubbed people the wrong way. It rubbed me the right way. Like I mm, thought it looked okay. fucking great. Like I don't know. That's like sometimes people lash out at what they're jealous of. Yeah. Which I definitely get, cause that's what Demi totally does. All right, so Demi has operated in a world for a long time where she is tiny, she is blonde, she's like the loudest, um, you know, funniest person in the room yeah, type person. Yeah. She that she's everywhere she goes. So, what this moment in Bachelor in Paradise history kind of symbolizes is our culture is kind of getting rid of that like blonde bombshell ideal yeah that used to be it used to be it okay it used to be the show like the island was like mostly blondes a couple of brunettes um and then like one mixed black person who would immediately get cycled out just because the person they were interested in at the end of the day prefers blondes yeah and that was just even if the women weren't as attractive like blonde was king but now it's like they it took them a few spins to um get the racial diversity going but that's what they've been working on so we now have a very racially diverse cast yeah um 
blonde isn't king anymore. And we know that because someone like Kelsey, um, the chick who put milk of magnesium on her face, so her makeup was smelt off. Like, yeah. Kel- Kelsey's a knockout. She's an extremely, she's like a hauntingly beautiful woman. Yeah, yeah. And she's got the blonde thing and the waves. Um, she gets cycled out of the show, like, immediately. Because she's just, she's just really not that interesting looking. Like, on a, on a beach yeah. where everyone's a 10. Yeah. And then you're just kind of not that interesting looking compared to Deandra with braids so long that I call her car wash. Because when she's straddling you and making out with you, like, her long <laughs> braids brush against your chest like a car wash. Yeah. Sometimes when she turns around quickly, they, they car wash her own booty. Yeah. Like, how, how do you compete with that? Like, get a blowjob and get your car washed at the same time. Yeah, yeah. She's like, amazing. Yeah. And also, I think also, like, uh, maybe in the back of the head, she's just like, you know, she's blonde, she's hot. And there's, uh, there's, there's a high chance that, like, you know, like, other dudes are going to be looking at her, like, the same kind of way, like, if they go off, you know, in, into the real world. And it's just, like, yeah, they're like, there's a higher chance of, like, probably, like, somebody, like, sh- like, like, guys hitting on her and then she cheats on them, that kind of thing. I think, I mean, I think that would be, like, I mean, at least a lot of the blogs I, like, my friends have dated, mm-hmm. uh, they all ended up cheaters. Blondes are cheaters. Yeah. I love that. Good for them. So. (laughs) I think I cheated more when I was a blonde. Did you? (laughs) (laughs) See? See? Yeah. See? Uh, Just more opportunity. I'm not saying it's a law, but it is a theory that. (laughs) No, I think brunettes are just better at cheating. They stealth cheat. You know, (laughs) brunettes. Cheat under the cloak of night. Yeah. It's easier for them to get away with it. <laughs> yeah. They're like, she's brunette. She would never cheat. She's so real. She's so down to earth. That's what they say about brunettes. And we're just like, haha, no, we're not. No, we just want the dick. All women are the same. We just use your perceptions to manipulate you. Yeah. So Demi, who should have dominion in her world, like really doesn't. Because Tia, it's just a better date with Tia and Kenny. Like they're having adult conversations. They're actually discussing boundaries, and they're they're talking about things like boom boom room hookups with other yeah. people on the beach before they even get into other stuff. Like before yeah, they can get before they even upset. got naked. I think. Well, was it? I think it was after they got naked. After they got uh, naked. Play, well, <laughs> after they were playing naked volleyball. On Dude, their dates. I never have those conversations with a guy until after I played naked volleyball. With <laughs> It's just like, uh, so, you, so you just get done in the boom, 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 and you're just like, so who all of you fucked? <laughs> so the dates, like every week someone gets a date card, and normally if it's a new person, the new person is sent down with a date card so that they can shake things up, stir the pot. I'm Demi, I'm going to stir the pot, and I am the pot. Um, so that's the date cards. So the dates have to be, the dates, they get to leave the beach. Which kind of gives you incentive, even if you're forming a relationship with someone and you don't know this person and you're not going to pick them later, kind of gives you an incentive to go. Yeah. You get yeah. to leave the beach. Like, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> you, can, you can finally leave like, and actually be out in like, 
well, I think I think it's nice for them because like uh, the other people are watching you, you know, or the other people on the beach are watching. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're away from people. Like for Abigail, who has one of those hearing implants because she's deaf, it's like it's hard for her to be in groups. Yeah, I think it's hard for a lot of people to be in groups, but her church, hers is the most literal example. Like she yeah. just can't pick up that many voices that quickly. Yeah. Um, and plus, you know, she's got to get, she's got to isolate you in order to friend zone you. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. can't friend zone someone like yeah. in uh, front of everybody. Well, uh, what was what was the fastest that you've ever friend zoned somebody? Um, I normally start out by friend zoning someone. Oh, okay, so immediately. <laughs> well, like, I mean, well, like I mean, like after, like say, like a date or something. Oh, just after, like, oh, uh, this person's oh. one of the fact thing versus like. I think that happens. Partner. That happens pretty immediately. That happens yeah. pretty immediately. Um, like, well, then if the dude does something that is like a big red flag or turn off, like, it, like I wouldn't even consider that friend zoning. Yeah. Because like, if I'm on a date with someone, who says they have to be my friend? Yeah. Because yeah. some some people, I just don't really want to be their friend. Yeah. Even. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, well, I have no reason to ever hang out with you again. Zone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think it happens fairly quickly. Like, I mean, I say same thing with guys, and guys act like you know this is some like special power we have, but at the same time, it's like, so a guy basically knows that if he's attracted to someone and if there's a basic chemistry, fairly quickly. You know, like, you know, if you like, you know, like, mm-hmm. and so if someone, you don't think of them that way, and then it's like, then you're not going to develop a crush. And then you're not even going to ask yourself, was I friend zoned? Yeah. So, but yeah, I friend zone everybody. Sometimes I friend zone people in the middle of sex. I just gaze into their eyes and whisper, friend zone. <laughs> This is only happening once. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is how I friends out guys after sex. I give them a high five and I say, good game. <laughs> and then I ask them to leave. <laughs> you are ejected from the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was solid. I got to go be alone now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm alone. I gotta think about this. <laughs> you knew when you looked at my bedspread that has a oh. photorealistic wolf on it. You knew when you saw that bedspread that I was a lone wolf. Yeah. And then you saw the matching pillowcase with the same wolf's face, but smaller. And you knew that inside my lone wolf is another lone wolf. Like, yeah. Anyway, did, 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 that, did that only come with one wolf pillowcase? I think they're there too, but it's just in the laundry. <laughs> Inside me, they're actually hilarious. three that'd wolves. That'd be hilarious if, like, if you got and, and it was just the one wolf pillowcase and then just a white pillowcase. Yeah, because how many wolves can you fit inside you? That's too many wolves. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, speaking of wolves, Demi has seven wolves living inside of her. And she has a fucking meltdown when it's clear that... You know, Kenny and uh, God, it's so hard. These names are so fucking hard. Like, someone needs to be named something with different syllables. <laughs> you know, the, there's Tia and Colton. Oh yeah, oh Tia's over Colton. Yeah. Oh yeah, so Tia got with Colton on Paradise. Oh yeah, Colton was gay. And Colton, 
dumped her so that he could become the next bachelor. Yeah. And then he came out as gay. Yeah. After after his girlfriend like got a restraining order. Is that ever happened to you? You hooked up with a guy and then immediately after there's like I'm gay. <laughs> um, not immediately after. The, I did have this really melodramatic like freshman of college boyfriend though. Mm. And um he became bisexual, which I mean that's not a big deal. It kind of made sense like I kind of yeah. suspected that anyway. Um and later after we had broken up, I guess we had like a random hookup afterwards. And at one point, this is how he came out of the closet to me. He was like, I fuck men. <laughs> like exclusively or, you well, know. Oh no, he fucks both. Like he fucks. Uh... He's the all fucker. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> he's a coke dealer. Oh, okay. He's a coke dealer with a liberal arts degree. A coke dealer with a liberal arts mm, like degree. Like fake jail tattoos. Everybody. <laughs> he fucks everybody, yeah. <laughs> I think it's because he used to be fat, and then he got skinny. Yeah. And then he got into subculture shit, and so now... Mm. I fuck men now. (laughs) Yeah. Gotta experience the world, I guess. Yeah. Alright, so Demi has a fucking meltdown, because she's not used to... A, like, an older... B, a brunette... I know. A See, a woman that, who's that's just... That's what she said. She's like, a brunette. A brunette. Yeah. Like, have you seen my blonde hair? It's blonde. She's brunette. She's older than me. What the fuck? And she's wearing a tank top and cutoffs at the beach? Yeah. Has she never seen what a beach looks like on Instagram? <laughs> it's amazing what a personality can do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, also... Let's, like, she's shocked. <laughs> it, it's also, um... Well, like, Tia's kind of loud and charming because the Southern thing. Yeah. And then Demi's whole thing is being loud and charming. And so it's like, oh, this person is actually more charming than me, and they're not even trying. Yeah. Like, they're not even trying to insert plot lines into the show. Yeah. And everyone's just like, oh, I like that Southern accent. She looks like she went to a subpar high school... And knows how to fry a scrimp. A scrimp? <laughs> yeah. What's a scrimp? A shrimp. Oh. <laughs> I thought you said like a scrimp. <laughs> so what the fuck is a scrimp? Is there something I'm, yeah, I don't know about Southern culture? Yet? Okay, a shrimp is a... A scrimp is a shrimp. Okay. That is addicted to prescription pills. Oh. So I'm a scrimp. I can't help it. Yeah. And they, they swim sideways because oh, I'm a script. Uh-huh. I'm showing up to work on opiates. I'll <laughs> do it. I'll do it. Yeah, that's why they're easy to catch and they make the pain go away. Scrimp. <laughs> There's a lot of tuna in that scrimp. So Demi is coming up against the realization that the superpower that she has doesn't really work here. Also, paradise is very much a flattening of pretty privilege. That's why a lot of girls have meltdowns. Because oh. any of these girls, if if you met them in a bar tonight, you would be like, holy shit, this is the most beautiful woman in the world. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. All, everyone would cater to them and people yeah. would make life decisions around them. But... That doesn't really work on Paradise Dice because everyone is like that. Yeah, if everybody's a 10, that means everybody's a 1. So it's like, would you rather hang out with a 10 
that had a shitty personality or a 10 who's like a nice person who like has an interesting career and you can have intellectual conversations with uh the the second one uh yeah yeah after i take the first one of the boom boom room yeah 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 like 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 you take them to the boom boom room and then they end up crying afterwards and you're just like what the fuck did i do and she's like nothing i just uh, 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 i think i'm uh, 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 i don't know if i'm gonna choose uh, uh." and you're just like uh okay is this going to happen every time? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, like, it's okay to, you know, it's okay to share your emotions, but to go so extreme, it gets, uh, annoying? Is that the word? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it gets unsettling. You're just like... It veers from it becomes annoying like a chore. to you're walking on eggshells yeah. all the time. Yeah. You can't be yourself. You have to constantly censor yourself. Like, the thing is, people don't talk about is that kind of shit, if it's malignant, if it's oh, yeah. all the oh, time, yeah. That yeah. you're really kind of abusing the person. Yeah, and it just builds up resentment over time. Until there's like a huge explosion and a lot like Mount Vesuvius. <laughs> what, what, what was the volcano? Okay. So, <laughs> what so, was the volcano that so, fucking Kenny used as an example? Aaron. That was yeah. Aaron. Oh, okay. Aaron likes to say kind of dumb stuff, sexy and, and slightly threatening. And what he said when he arrived at the island, he was like, you know, everything's chill right now, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but, you know, Mount Vesuvius was still for a day before it exploded. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. He goes into like uh, like Christian Slater mode almost and gives you like the, the Kubrick stare and like, it's yeah. like, whoa. It's like, whoa. You know, Mount Vesuvius was unemployed for four months before it came on your face. Yeah. So, and Vesuvius does fucking explode. It has almost too many explosions to count. Let's see. So there is Connor, the math teacher, and Marissa, who's beautiful, um, they had a steady thing, which is to say they dated for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And then Riley shows up, who has the biggest arms on the planet. Like, like big as in thick or big as in long? <laughs> a little bit of both. <laughs> They're like long and big and his head is small. <laughs> which is just what we want in a man. Yeah. I want his body to be so much bigger for his head. I want him to look like his head belongs on a different dude. Yeah, like, like kind of like the Goombas in Mario, in the, in the Super Mario movie. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> these big guys with, like, a small dinosaur head. Look, we can't help what we're attracted to, okay? I like what I like. I like tiny, tiny Small things. Yeah, I want a guy to look like a mountain with a head on top of it. Uh, but no thankfully, neck. absolutely no neck. <laughs> <laughs> Although Riley has a tiny head, he does have a good head on his shoulders. He has a great job. He's an attorney. Connor is a math teacher, which is a really hot job for like making out with a guy at a trivia night on a Thursday. But then like Riley shows up, and he's just like the man. Like he's just you can't even be mad at him because he's not even a dick about it. He's just he's just smooth like Astroglide. And he just slides in there and uh, he fucks Marissa in the boom boom room and Marissa, like Connor doesn't even know about it 
someone else has to tell them. Yeah. That. But how did the others find out? Like, just other people to like they talk about it and the other people talk about, it, or just like the priests talk about it. I think the like the girls talk among oh, each okay. other with their friends, and you know. Oh, okay, so it just becomes Connor's their friend too, so right. it's like yeah. Connor thinks he's going to win over Marissa and he puts on his best outfit, which is ridiculous. It's like matching short and pants that are like two, like one pattern on one side, another pattern on another side. And everyone's like, oh, your outfit's so cool. And he has this moment, he's posing his outfit and shit. And then next scene, he finds out his girlfriend has already fucked Riley. Yeah. There's nothing Connor can wear to undo the sweet, sweet slow and controlled yeah love making yeah and like the whispers yeah and the like you can't reverse a fuck no you can't <laughs> you can't take back a fuck you can't unfuck marissa yeah, yeah you can't unfuck a person like. <laughs> let me fuck you so you forget and it's like she's like no my vagina's tired i fucked riley yeah my vagina's done for the day. Yeah. I just fucked Riley. Yeah. All right, so that's sad. Yeah. And then let's see who else broke up. This was the biggest disappointment, Tajwan and Trey. Because basically when Riley showed up, Tajwan really liked Riley, but Riley did not ask her out. And Tajwan goes on to just visibly look rejected for 24 hours. So Trey, her boyfriend... Is at that point. <laughs> yeah. Trey, the guy who never takes off a shirt at the beach. I I like that commitment. I like consistency in a male. Mm. Um he breaks up with her because it's like it's one thing to go on a date with someone else or talk to someone else, but when you look visibly upset for twenty four hours and you ignore me after I put time into you. Yeah, yeah. Like well, like, did they even address the issue for tw- after the 24 hours? Or did they just kind of just, like, say, fuck it? <laughs> well, he took her aside and broke up with her. Mm, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and then Abigail and Noah, they haven't really broken up. They just had an actual mature conversation about their feelings before it became a problem. Yeah, well, which is healthy. And, and I hope then... that people watch that and be like, oh... That's really healthy, you know? They acknowledge each other's emotions and where they, they, they're at. And uh, unfortunately, it's just going to get lost, you know? It's just going to get lost in the show. People are going to go to something else and not realize what a healthy, you know, adult conversation looks like, you know? <laughs> I also really like that Noah basically asked to like table this and have them both walk off separately and think about it yeah no. so they didn't really break up like yeah, no. like she goes to her friends and she's kind of crying like it was a breakup but then the friends are actually listening and they're kind of like well you know like they're they're it, that's actually what you're supposed to do like you should yeah, go process yeah. your feelings with your friends take a nap and then come back to it before we get to the point where we're throwing cakes into the fire yeah or, or hurting each other even more yeah know? We're wasting each other's time. Yeah. Um, or it's just setting yourself up to get more attached. Like. Yeah. So. So I th- I thought that was really healthy and promising, and I like I like how they both did that. Yeah, yeah, and it seemed like they were both at kind of the same point too. You know. Well, they were both kind of pulling away because yeah. they have a difficult time emotionally reading the other one. Yeah. And that's so. a big issue on the beach. Yeah. 
can yeah. I read your mind on the beach? Or yeah. am I always like, what is he thinking? Yeah. Is he pissing in the ocean? <laughs> is he thinking of me? <laughs> yeah. So. Um, let's see. Who else? Oh, Deandra, the car wash. Yeah. Suddenly guys want to like uh, get with her. Well, I guess Carl has been trying to, but we all know that Carl doesn't walk away from the speech engaged. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like he, he came in pretty hot. Uh, I mean, in terms of, you know, just uh, yeah, hot headed, I guess, and the whole thing, t- taking the whole thing as like a, I don't know. To me, it s- seemed like Carl is a little disingenuous with yeah with with his approach and with himself. Well, you the, know? <laughs> the first thing that happens is Carl kind of love bombs Deandra by giving her jewelry, which has to be purchased before the show even starts. So it's like so he like pre planned it. He was just like no, you know, just palm tree trees here. Okay, cool. That's what. I'll get a palm tree bracelet. Yeah, and I'll give it. And, and, I'll and give it to some random because I love her. And then there's like some other dumbass symbol. It's just like, wow, you really thought about this. And he waits till he's on the chopping block. Yeah. to do it. Like, yeah, that's like, the last. That's the hail mary. Yeah. But then Chasen does a really similar thing. He gives Deandra like a comically big necklace. necklace. Yeah, a comically big necklace. Yeah. And it's just like, it's like just, it, she's what? just kind of putting it on like, this is nice, but like, this is weird. Like, she, she calls it out as disingenuous immediately. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like at that, like, at that point in a relationship, like, it better be like an anniversary or a birthday when you're getting something like that for somebody, you know? Yeah. Or if you're a goddamn teenager. <laughs> Yeah, not like I've known you for 24 hours. Yeah, I've known you for like less than a week, so I got you this. Because I I knew I was coming on like six months ago, I pre-planned this whole idea. So like actually, this really means nothing. Exactly. And then not only that, but Carl takes Chasen aside. And a lot of people do this. Mari does this with Demi. Carl does this with Chasen. It's that thing people do where you... And one of your bros both like the same chick. Yeah. And it's like, yo, can I talk? Can I talk hey, can we talk? Let's talk can we, a little bit. Can we talk about this, yo, bro? Bro, bro, bro. What are you, what are you trying to do with Mari here, bro? That shit I like it, bro. Works. It, yeah, like, like have, have you ever had to have that conversation with one of your gals? Um, Fight over the boy? Or have you ever had a boy have to do that to another boy? I've definitely had guys do that with me. Oh. See, I don't do that. Like, I don't do that. Like, if a guy likes another girl, I'm just kind of like, all right. Or, or like, I make a case for myself just by being, like, cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's like, like, oh, okay. But it's like, I'm not going to humiliate myself. I'm also like, why would I talk to the girl about it? Because it's like. It's just like, what? what? You want my man? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> is she going to. pull your hair out, bitch. Like, there are other ways. <laughs> Well, and then, and then, like, like if some drunk chick is coming onto the guy I'm with at a bar, it's like I just have my way of just uh, being the bigger dog in the in the pit bull fighting ring. Yeah, like yeah. I just you never pulled him aside, just like made out with him in front of the girl. No, I just make it very evident. Have you done that move? I make it 
Well, probably, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I just make it very evident that this is where I'm at. Or I start hitting on her, like, really hard. Oh. Until she's so uncomfortable. Yeah, I oh. hit on her until she goes away. I hit on her, but also kind of nigger at the same time. Like, make fun of her a little bit. Just make her feel a little stupid without... Without even saying an impolite word. <laughs> That's what I do. And if the guy with really does want to go off and do something else, it's like, all right, I'll just fuck all his friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how you handle it. But I have had guys do that with me, and it's it's awful. It's awful, especially because, you know, guys have more... I mean, women do throw down sometimes, but just in general, guys are going to be more likely to go there with it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also just really embarrassing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had that it's happen. In DNA. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's literally it's literally in male male DNA. I Not just some humans, but pretty much every angle. I had that happen in like a bar uh, a few months back, and um, so like this guy I used to be involved with was bullying the guy I was currently involved with out of jealousy and spite. Mm. trying to make it seem like a joke that's a good drink (laughs) (laughs) and then um and then the guy I was involved with he was a little younger you know he was like he was like a Demi or a Mari I guess we'll say and so his reaction was to confront him about it in the middle of the room in the middle of the room everyone we know is everywhere and confront him about it and the main thing I overheard from where I was at, which meant everyone overheard it, was the guy I was with fucking yelling at him like, you're just so mad that I fuck her. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, dear. And you're just like, oh, uh, so, can I budge and close up, please? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what I would do. Like, that's just, that's, that, it's a horrible feeling. Yeah. Like, I, I get where Kenny's coming from. Like, I don't want anyone to throw away cake that you know the fatter guys on the beach would have liked to eat yeah. well the people on cheat days i bet that was the cheat day too well the thing is they that can't work out day. they can't they do little workouts on the beach but it's like these guys are used to like squat racks and stuff like the level of weight that they do you, there aren't any body weight exercises that can count for like squatting a whole bunch of weight on a rack yeah so this guy you can't eat cake if you're kenny because you're 40 and you're just like one twenty. I don't away. believe that. I don't believe that. I think he probably picks up a Snickers bar once a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his, his I think you're projecting. <laughs> so. I cheat all the time on food. <laughs> I don't have a girlfriend to cheat on, so I just have cheat days. Yeah, I just have cheat days on food. You know, I like to eat a salad, you know, five days a week. And then one day out of the week, I, I, I have ice cream. <laughs> what was the most um, concerning or confusing social moment on the show? Like, what was the thing for you that you're kind of like, people do this? What is this human behavior? Like, you're an alien, and you, uh, you're basing all your knowledge of humanity off the way people act in Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Let me look for uh oh are apps that important to women okay yeah um that 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 is a good question (laughs) i think in the real world no but i think um okay 
So guys do a lot of the thrusting during most sex positions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I do think at the end of the day, I mean, same, same thing with the way men like women to be. Like at the end of the day, you don't want someone who's super out of shape and can't do certain things. Yeah. And then that's going to get worse as you get older. Um, so, like, I don't know. Like, abs aren't important for me, but I like to ride Mount Vesuvius <laughs> on occasion. <laughs> Uh, I mean, they're nice when they're there. They're not necessary. Okay, yeah. Just like, you know, a woman having abs, it's nice when they're there, but yeah. it's not necessary to carry the children. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Becca came on uh, at the end of the last last. Oh, episode. yeah. I forgot. And she, the, the first thing she said, you know, it's like, I'm coming back. You know, I'm a new woman. I'm a yes woman. What makes a yes woman? A yes woman. A yes woman, Um, she's worked on her emotional walls and intimacy blocks. And now she's open to experience. Mm -hmm. But she's mature enough that she's not like, a yes all the time woman yeah you know she's mm -hmm. not she knows she can say yes to something and really give it a fair chance okay and that's because she's in her 30s yeah because not only are we throwing away the blondes but this latest episode is a strange power reversal wherein they send a bunch of chicks that are slightly older than most of the other chicks that are dominating the beach. Yeah, yeah. And those chicks end up dominating just because they possess a kind of uh, sexy self-assuredness. Yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah, like, like confidence and uh, the fact that they probably actually have, like, you know, a career, you know? They're confident, they're confident in not only, you know, where they are, you know, in, in, in like, you know, the physical world, but also within in themselves, you know? Yeah, and they're like, good conversationalists. Um, Becca ends up talking to Aaron, who, I guess, broke out with Tammy. Yeah. Because uh, Tammy wanted someone who was six foot seven instead of six foot five, you know, like... That's tall. <laughs> the heart wants what like, it wants. Once you get over six foot, that's tall. Yeah. Like, what? At like average height, I think for most Americans, it's like five nine, five ten, average. I think that's for men. Yeah, for men. For yeah. men, yeah, my size. Yeah. That's so. why I get to wear all their clothes. Yeah. <laughs> that's why those jeans fit you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Becca talks to Aaron, who I guess he seems like he's in his twenties. He's in his like probably mid to late twenties. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Becca's slightly older, and um, he's just like all giggles, and she's just like she's having the same conversation with him that like older guys like grocery store Joe will have with like the twenty four year old chicks, yeah. where they just want to giggle about like I'm so much older than you. <laughs> when yeah. I was in ninth grade, you were still in middle school. Ha 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 ha. When you were getting drunk, I was still getting fucked by the high school quarterback. <laughs> While you were watching Teletubbies, I was fucking your dad. Ha 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 ha. Let's see how big our hands are compared to each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, uh, uh, I feel like doing that kind of thing is a little uncomfortable a little bit, you know? 
Like, you're just like, like, implying that you're just like old to somebody and you're, you're, you're like, I mean. But it's also kind of playful teasing. Yeah. But like, sometimes like, I think that that might open a, a door of unwanted, like, uh, I guess resentment maybe or uncomfortable uncomfortability like when you introduce a this person who's like this is my 15 years older or younger it's like hey this is this is this is this is my uh partner and like they're all your age and like your partner's acting like could potentially act like an idiot rather than anybody else and then you could be like oh my god why is it so immature or something like that? And it's like, oh, I shouldn't be yeah. this person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that, like, if someone's mature and it's just like you're just flirting and kind of nagging each other gently, like, that's all right. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess it just goes to the adage, it's only an issue if you make it an issue. Yeah. That yeah. W- that's always, well, that's one of the issues with age gaps. And then, like, it's an issue if, like, some age gaps feel bigger, like, sometimes like i dated a guy who was 24 and that that's not much of an age gap like i've been in much more age gap year but just we were in different places in life and so that age gap felt huge yeah yeah like like like, like, let's say like uh uh you date somebody uh who's like 21 right now uh but this person is actually really successful, already really successful in their life, and they, they carry themselves, you know, with dignity and grace and confidence, you know? Exactly. And, and, and uh, kind of just understands, it's like, oh, you, oh you, you're over 10, 20, 10, 15 years older than me, so. Yeah. yeah. And I've definitely, like, I've dated 40-year-olds and, like, not really felt an age gap. Yeah. yeah. And then I've also dated 40-year-olds who just, like, um... Try to act down to your age. Has that ever happened? No, they don't. Or they don't normally act. A lot of mansplaining. Down. Yeah, a lot of yeah, a lot of mansplaining. <laughs> a lot of like you don't understand the world, and it's like that. That that's what makes a big difference to me is because I've also I've dated forty year olds that don't do that at all, oh, yeah. and that you know it's like they respect me for what I bring to the table. Mm-hmm. I actually look up to them. Like it's more likely to be a legitimate mentoring type thing. Like, I'm more likely to learn from them if they're interacting with me as an equal. Yeah. You know, like, especially, like, if they're also involved in the creative fields. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I can really learn from this person, not because they're older and better than me, but because they're more experienced in life, and I can look at the way they structure their life, yeah, and they and can be a good influence. Yeah, they're willing to share their experience with you. Yeah. yeah. Without, yeah, the talking down is weird. Yeah. Uh, Have you ha- ever had someone... Do, do, does it usually, uh, have you ever had somebody, dated somebody who was way younger than you and then mansplaining up to you? <laughs> yes, and then you just I like, have. then you just shoot it down. I say, please leave. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yes, I have. Um, but, uh, but most of the time though, most of the time I get respect from the youngins. Yeah. Um, but but the, the guys guys that are attracted to older women, um, usually they're attracted to older women because I guess this the same it reason. them up their mom. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also it's like they normally they like to learn stuff. Like they like to hear about different experiences and stuff. Yeah. So. So. Um, it's because. 
they like when they were kids their best friend had an older sister and they always wanted to get old enough to fuck her but they never could <laughs> was it the stepsister or the actual sister no <laughs> real sister you can fuck your friend's real sister yeah yeah cause he, you, oh, and you oh, want okay. to cause she looks like your friend she looks kind of like your friend but oh okay that's what you meant okay. I thought you meant actual sister okay no <laughs> like, this is weird no gross <laughs> No, they want to fuck their mom, okay? They want to fuck their mom. Yeah. That's why they like okay. older women, yeah. Yeah. It's the same reason they like Southerners. They think, they think they're going to get someone to eat. <laughs> Guys just want to get someone to eat. Yeah. And they want to play volleyball and they get on the beach. Yeah. We're very simple. We're, 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 we're very simple uh, uh, beings. The great thing about mansplaining is like guys of all ages do it. Like, because... It's not about them being an expert on anything. It's the fact that they read a Reddit post about it that was two paragraphs long. And yeah. now they're an expert at it. <laughs> well, like, 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 now I'm, like, like, maybe it's just me being a dumbass, but now, now I'm just like, all right, so how do I not mansplain if I want to explain something to somebody? <laughs> Um, you have a conversation with them, and if someone asks for more information on okay. a topic, you give it. Okay. Not just like randomly out of the blue, and we should like let's say like 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 let's just say like right now, like oh you know I work out a lot, and you know you you can easily buy those fifty pound barbells from I don't know is that is that explaining. What's that describing? Well, it's kind of what's mansplaining about is <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm an idiot. So it's so. like if we're in my garage, yeah, and you try to tell me something about purchasing an item that's in my garage, yeah, and you tell that to me as if I don't know how to buy gym equipment, yeah, then yeah, you're mansplaining because like clearly, uh, you know, this is my stuff. Yeah. It's not really my stuff; it's my roommates. <laughs> but for the purpose of this conversation. <laughs> Now, if my roommate, if I was down here, like, looking at stuff, and my roommate came down here, yeah. and he was like, oh, this is how you use this thing, yeah. that's not mansplaining, because it's yeah. like, I'm walking into his, the room where he's the expert, yeah. and that this is the thing that he knows a lot about. Okay. So. Um, yeah. <laughs> mansplaining. It's so funny. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, like, okay, okay. Uh, so, uh, what if. Uh, I was really into Magic the Gathering, all right, and then I had to explain it to you. And, but like, what if I forcibly explain to you? Okay, about when you Magic explain the don't... Gathering without you even asking, is that could that be me explaining? I think there there are two ways you could do this incorrectly. You could either explain it too vaguely, okay, which expects her to know about things, okay, and. It, it just you're not giving her room to pick up the new information, mm. so you're being a bad teacher. Okay. And then also, you know, when she's like, "Wait, whoa, explain this part again," that that makes that you're more in a condescending position to her. Yeah. Versus, you could be a good teacher. Okay. And not over-explain. Yeah. Or you could over-explain like she's five. Yeah. And get mad like when my dad tried to teach me how to parallel park. Yeah. And he's just like, whoa, we have to stop this so I can be verbally abusive for 10 minutes. Mm. All right, now we can begin again. Okay. <laughs> but, um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with explaining stuff. Okay. But the thing is, 
when men mansplain, they assume women know nothing. Yeah. And they assume that they're, they act like they're automatically superior to women yeah. in like intellect and ability to grasp stuff. Okay. So that's what's fucked up about it. But like, have you ever had to condescendingly explain something to somebody? All the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Like, I mean, constantly. Yeah. So why don't we just call <laughs> it like? I'm a bitch. Dis- yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. And also, I would. Yeah. I mean, I condescendingly explain stuff. I'm just like, I'm just because I tell people. I'm. I'm just blunt. Yeah. But I don't, you know, explain information that people don't need or explain people's field of expertise to them so i don't think i'm mansplaining okay so key to explaining anything to anybody don't be a condescending bitch yeah just respect them yeah okay don't act like they're dumb don't explain their field of expertise to them ask them questions about it oh yeah no no like like if i if i was dating a fucking astrophysicist i i would like i might read something and be like hey can you clarify this for me yeah yeah like uh uh yeah Oh, I mean, like you can still talk about like your anecdote or contribution to a topic without yeah. dominating the whole conversation. Yeah, and being willing to learn from the other person. This is how you have a conversation. Yeah, oh, yeah. Or if you're grocery store Joe, you just march existentially down the beach until a cute girl decides to like fuck with you a little bit. Yeah, and then it's like, I guess I'll stay on the beach. Yeah, uh, that's how I usually start out in social circles. I just like. No, just kind of like, I'm here. And you tell somebody someone starts talking to me. Until like an extrovert targets you. Yeah, yeah. I mean like, I would, like like now I'm not as introverted as as, as I was like maybe like 15 years ago. But uh, now it's easier for me to like open up. But at the same time, like I find myself like in, like in a new group of people sometimes. Like how do I talk to new people again? <laughs> So I just kind of like standing up to the side and just like trying not to cross my arms, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have that problem with crossing my arms. Everyone thinks yeah. I give off like disapproving or upset yeah. uh, body language because yeah. when I get uncomfortable, I cross my arms. And people are like, oh, she's like really upset or a huge bitch. But really, I'm just trying to make a shelf for my titties because <laughs> my titties... I just walk around with them all day. It's like, oh, my back hurts from carrying these titties. So I just want to make a shelf. And it's just the most, I stand up straight, just the most comfortable way. But, elf, you, you call it elf on the shelfing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making a boob shelf. I promise I'm not a bitch. I'm also trying to work on the way that I check out women because I am bisexual. But although like I'm very charming and extroverted with men, when I interact with like a cute woman that likes women, I turn into like a fucking weirdo. And I realize that what happens a lot of the time is like I'll notice an attractive woman and then I'll just like Kubrick stare like a serial killer at a specific body part of hers until I realize that I'm doing it. And then like I look away on the ground yeah. for the rest of the night. Yeah. And then she never comes up to you. Well, yeah, yeah, because I'm being fucking weird. Yeah, you know what? You, you just gotta treat women the, the same way you treat men. Just fucking shoot your shot, bitch. Yes. You know? I'm Get in there, you I'm know? trying, like, to start by just, like, not looking mean when I look yeah. at women. So now, like, I serial 
killers stare at their body parts from across the room, but I smile at the same time. Yeah. So I'm working on <laughs> teaching myself how to smile yeah. so that women don't think I'm yeah. You got like a evil stepmother. Yeah. A serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll take men, men a little bit longer to figure that out. Oh, <laughs> no. It, it takes men like three years to figure out my evil plan. <laughs> yeah, and then women are just like, uh, body language. Yeah, yeah. she's definitely a weirdo. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and isn't that like a thing where like, like, like it's easier for women to read body language than, than men. I remember seeing something about that. Like, or, or yes, I would, I, yeah. I would think so, and I think that's part of why um, men, when they lie to you, or even when they just don't want to give you the whole truth about something. Like maybe, maybe they haven't decided where they're at in this relationship yet. They're still figuring it out, but then they tell you, "Oh, everything's fine," but then their body language betrays. Yeah. That they have some doubts. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the woman will point out to him, like, okay, well, what I'm actually seeing is not the opposite of what you're saying. And yeah. the guy will get super confused. And it's just like, it, it's like, what? Wait, what? Yeah, that's like, the whole Noah thing. When Noah and Abigail were, like, breaking up, like, as I said earlier, like, Noah's just kind of, like, way too laid back. And, and it didn't seem like, 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 maybe that's how you're supposed to be when you don't know anything, but at the same time, like... Well, he also mentioned, yeah. he told her, and this is what I loved about that conversation, is he actually told her, well, sometimes um, I'm not sure what I'm getting from you, and I'll, like, yeah. be feeling something, but then oh, yeah, you yeah. won't really be expressive back. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because men like obvious displays of ex- of expressing yourself, you know, like, they like to... Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. They, they yeah. like a billboard... You know, yeah, like, and so which makes sense with what you said because if you're not, if it's harder for you to read body language, you want more cartoonish. Mm-hmm. Like I want her to really use her arms when she gesticulates. Yeah, yeah, like 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 like, like there's been times in my life when I'm like hanging out with, with some friends and like a girl will come, I'll start talking to a girl, and like you know it'll just be like a fun you know two minute interaction. And like she'll walk away, and then my buddy will be like, "Dude, you fucking idiot! She was flirting with you." I was just like, "What? I didn't notice anything." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, like I'm I'm a fucking retard when it comes to like me. I, I guess picking up on those kind of like romantic kind of things in which like I I kind of have to like go in and kind of like like dig it or try to like clarify it as much as I can without looking like an idiot or an asshole. Yeah, at least you're not on national TV doing yeah, that. Yeah, I know. There's probably going to be only like 10 people who listen to this at the beginning, and if one of us gets, gets famous, they'll be everybody. Dude, yeah. Uh, well, then it's or, like, or, or the if, if we get famous, we yeah. could be actually hosting. Yeah. The Bachelorette. In paradise. We could just be sweaty bitches. Yeah. Bitch. We could be like David Spade. <laughs> Complaining about all the crabs in his hotel room. I'm David Spade and I'm the tuna. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. So, yep. That was Comedians Ruin the Bachelorette podcast. Yeah. Join us next week when we'll be talking about the next three hours of the franchise.
It'll be great. It'll be great. It will be great. It will be great. Uh, who's gonna break up? Who do you think is gonna break up? <sighs> I think I think Noah and Abigail are gonna get back together. Yeah, they I didn't think, break up. Break I up. think they're gonna get back together. I think they're gonna they're gonna end up like going on dates with other people and then realize they're like, oh okay, oh they'll they'll they'll, they'll, they'll like kind of figure out like what they actually want on yeah. those other dates. I mean, like this is what I this is what I want like. I liked it back when I was still hanging out with this person. Experimenting with my emotions with this person rather than with this person, you know? Exactly. I hope they get back together. I hope so too, because I think it's really promising because they're just, they're handling it right. They're addressing a problem before it becomes a problem, which does lead to a difficult conversation. That's not fun for either of them. Yeah. that's so much better than like when you get to like that throw the cake in the bonfire point yeah. of a relationship. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, and then you end up just fighting it because it's a terrible. Yeah, and, and then you one, cry. one side is way worse than the other. You have an existential walk down the beach. Yeah. And then it's like, how are people walking so easily on the beach? Because normally you kind of sink in. Have places. you ever walked on a beach? It's very, you know, it's very, you know, soft. It's extremely soft, yeah. It's like, like well, when you're right by the water, it's packed in because the weight of the water. Yeah. So that part is you can walk. Like if you're going to go sprinting or running down the beach, that's where you do it. You do the Baywatch run. Yeah. Have you ever done the Baywatch run? Yeah. That, that's where it, the, they, Baywatch, they run, they, well, they're running in water. So you have to like kick your uh, knees up really high mm. when you run. You have to run like a, a swats to cut in motion. Mm. Um, but then you're Baywatch. So it's like. Yeah. You're running, you know, for the most optimum bounce. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you do the Baywatch run there. But then the actual beach, it's like, if I was walking away pissed off, I, I'd look so fucking stupid. Yeah, I'm just trying to, like, kiss sand. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, and my feet are burning. Anyway, that's Comedians Ruin, The Bachelorette yeah. podcast. Stay tuned for next time where we see if Johnny gets a rose. Or if my ex-boyfriend, Phil Corridor, comes back and he's like, actually, this is my podcast. I was the co-host.